Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning to the 6 a.m. club. Got the entire squad with you for the Thursday edition. Sean Shreve, RJ Choppy, and Bobby Belt on your home of the Rangers and Cowboys, where yesterday, Bobby, we got some news in the building with uh, some promotions taking place. What's going on? Scott Tolzien is now your quarterback's oh, coach. Well. Uh, the old uh, Wisconsin quarterback. All right. He is uh, the quarterback coach, and this has been... And the old Green Bay, Wisconsin quarterback. Yes. Right? Uh, a, a Mike McCarthy favorite, and this has been uh, three, four years in the making, him having this job. Uh, I honestly don't think Mike McCarthy intended Doug Nussmeyer to have the job as long as he did, uh, that this was going to be something that when he brought Tolzien in, it was, hey, learn for a little bit, and then eventually this is going to be your job. So when that one came open, that's a name we've talked about here on the show. We've talked about on G-Bag. Brian and I have talked about it on Love of the Star. It's that's That was the easiest coaching filling that we could project was Scott Tolzien was going to be the quarterback's coach. So that's where that one stands. Jeff Blasco's running backs coach is a little interesting. Uh, he had been the assistant offensive line coach for the last several years. And that's the other than tight end offensive line is the only position he's ever coached. So is he a good running backs coach? I have no clue. Yeah. And uh, I could even ask some people and they would probably tell us I have no clue if he's a good running backs coach. All right, Choppy, you are Scott Tolzien and you're sitting down for the first time with Dak Prescott, with your new title and your new label, mm. the first thing that you were saying to Rain Dakota is what in terms of coaching advice? Uh, ignore the tight ends. Go downfield. <laughs> unless you get a tight end that can go downfield. Unless you get Travis, unless you get Travis Kelsey or a tight end go downfield. I'm sick of just, how about this? Stop throwing at receivers who are looking at you. Curl routes. Stop routes. Yeah. Dak loves to throw to guys who are looking at him. Wasn't that the problem? Wasn't that what everybody was complaining about was that he wasn't throwing to receivers that were looking at him? CeeDee Lamb would be looking this way and running this way, and Dak well, was that, reading that this. Well, that was and, miscommunication, too. But, uh, you know, in general, <laughs> Dak loves to throw to stationary targets. I think that's just the scheme. Yeah. I think be. he loves the option routes. I think he – I mean, he's talked about it in the locker room with us that he does love the – he thinks that the option routes are a huge advantage because you can get on the same page, read the same thing, and take advantage of what's going to give you the most benefit. The stop routes, I think, are just – that's what's built in there, and so that's what he's throwing to. I think the biggest criticism of 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 Dak is probably uh, hitting receivers in stride on the run. Mm. I would I would think if we had to vote on one criticism, 
that would probably be number one for me, and that is going to be stressed in the West Coast offense, right? What would you say is the number one throwing criticism of him? Or yours versus what the noise is? Because you've always defended him as a deep ball thrower. <clears throat> he that doesn't, is- to me, he doesn't always, he's not always consistent with his desire and to, to throw deep over the middle. More, um, which, which, which is the most, that's the sign of the elite quarterback. The elite quarterbacks go deep downfield over the middle. We know he's perfect, Bobby, in your mind, but try to come up with one criticism. It's, okay, thank you. Again, I am the one who's balanced as F or whatever your shirt says. No, you're not. That's me. No, you're not. I am. Uh, post-snap coverage recognition, probably. Okay. If somebody disguises something and then they drop, he there are too many times where he doesn't recognize it. And, and there are too many times where he does not see a defender underneath. It's almost like he's looking... To, he, he's a little too laser focused at times when he's pushing the ball downfield and he won't necessarily see, gets a little tunnel vision, won't necessarily see the safety coming, won't see the linebacker dropping. That's probably the most inconsistent part of his game that hurts them the most. What were the biggest differences that John Kitna brought to him that you love so much? His footwork was more consistent. That's what they really worked on. Because uh, if you watch, and it's even occurred since Kitna left, uh, if you watch before Kitna was here and after Kitna was after Kitna left, you, you'll notice that his back leg has a tendency to kind of like whip out and come off the ground. Whereas when Kitna was here, it was that uh, chop. You're probably familiar with this with baseball, the uh, the squash the bug where they have you oh, put yes. your foot down. And then yes. when you're rotating to swing, you mm-hmm. kind of you turn that toe. That's what he had Dak doing was turning that toe, stronger base, steadier base. And since he left, that's been a little more consistent. Dak's talked about, I know specifically last year, he talked about in the second half when he looked back at the film, he was like, my my footwork mechanics, I need to go back to the basics because they were they were sloppy. I, I mean, like, does, do do most quarterbacks not change quarterback coaches? Like, uh, like why is his footwork decreasing or diminishing after Kitna left? Like, shouldn't, what's your... Should that be something that he can work on himself? It maintained in 2020, 2021. It started to, first half of the year, it was fine. Second half, it was not. Some people wondered, did his footwork become sloppy because of the calf? Sure. That that may have done something to just put some bad habits in there again. And I think this year, overall, it was a little sloppier. Dak spoke with Yahoo and talked about the changes offensively on the staff, like with Mike McCarthy taking over the play calling. And Dak said, right now, Mike told me about 20 to 30% change. I think, if anything, they are things that needed to be changed. Todd Archer was on Cowboys Insider with the G-Bag Nation talking about what could be changing. The, the automatic thought is you go back to his last couple of years in Green Bay where it wasn't very good, yeah. but you forget the first decade that he had when it was very good. Right. So, for, for you know, as a kid who grew up in Boston, I remember Larry Bird in the beginning being able to run Everybody else remembers Larry Bird sitting at the end of the bench protecting his back, and he couldn't move anymore. So it depends on which what you want to fixate on as to what this offense will be. I, I think the decade of Favre to Rodgers in a Super Bowl is, is probably closer to what it will be than it was at the end of his time with Aaron where they were butting heads, they weren't getting along, and the offense got kind of stagnant. Um, I think this could be a good thing for Dak. I think this could be a good thing – for CD and a good thing for the offensive line just to have new voices and new ways of going about it because this has been all that they've all really ever known. 
this is Mike McCarthy getting his wish as to something that Jason Garrett never got at the end of his time. If this is going to be on me, put it on me. And Mike has told us a thousand times he misses play calling. He misses the, 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 the element of going head-to-head against somebody and proving that you're, you're better than the guy across the field from you. I'll go with what it looked like early in Green Bay as opposed to what it looked like at the end of Green Bay. All right, that's an optimistic outlook. Jory Epstein, by the way, got this exclusive with Dak. He said, it's great to dial in, fix some things, get sharper and crisper. Efficiency, this is not Dak's quote. This is Jory. Efficiency and communication began to dip last season. Inconsistencies between Prescott and his receivers. Diagnosing the defense led to the league high uh, 15 interceptions. And then she wrote, should an offense attack opponents with deep Extended routes to stretch defenders vertically, RJ, or would quick, shorter, and immediate passers uh, passes increase the success rate? So that is a nice little tidbit from Jory Epstein uh, talking to Dak. Twenty to thirty percent of the offense changing. Well, and I know you started reading that from Jory, and you said this is Jory saying this, not Dak. I will say, if Jory's saying that, there's a good chance Dak thinks that. Jory, Jory, when Jory, there's there's a few people on different beats where you know you, you'll say, well, when this reporter talks about this person, you should listen because there's a good relationship. That, yeah. I just say when Jory talks about Dak, you should listen because that's that's very relevant to probably what his mindset is. I mean, the answer is both. I mean, you want to be able to have short, intermediate, quick passes to get the ball out and 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 you know avoid the pass rush. Then you want to be able to take shots downfield. And keep the defense honest. I mean, you've got to be able to do both. You really want that. And, and, you know, when they were clicking in the Tampa Bay game, they were doing both. Yeah, but that's that emphasis on that short, intermediate, quick, get the ball, that's West Coast to Mm -hmm. the core. So, I mean, if you guys are are feeling like, okay, well, Mike McCarthy coming in here, maybe we'll take some more shots downfield. This will be a little bit more of an explosive offense. Mm, No, it may be a more more efficient offense. That's what they'll hope. It, it may or may not. You'll just have to see the way it plays out. But in terms of being a more explosive offense, I don't think uh, so. By That's, the way, real quick, it's remarkable that 15 interceptions led the league in interceptions. I was year. just thinking that. John Elway did that five times. He threw more than 15. <laughs> it, interceptions are, are not as easy to come by as they once were. That's why it is impressive when you see somebody like Diggs do 11. Des Bryant is not understanding. He's still one of the old dinosaurs left hanging on to Zeke Elliott. Uh, as he said, how can scouts and analysts agree that Zeke has very little left in his legs and only a chance at making league minimum to stay in Dallas? Zeke ain't got to tell me S for me to know he was sacrificing his unhealed body to give the Cowboys the best chance to win games playing whatever role. But if you're going to talk about his game declining, make sure you talk about and then a bunch of other texts, which I'm not I don't click because Twitter now allows much more. I hate that. I hate that now we've increased the characters, so we have to go and click on the paragraphs. But basically, mm. he was saying, hey, Zeke, keep your mental game tight. I know that you were playing hurt. So that's Dez, one of the last Zeke defenders. Zeke sacrificed his unhealed body so he wouldn't lose his starting job. <laughs> I mean, to be completely frank, he didn't want to give up the job to Pollard. That was a that was an under-discussed, tense issue in 2021 for that locker room was... Zeke was feeling a little, this isn't a great word for it, but Zeke was probably feeling a little insecure about the hard-charging Tony Pollard and didn't want to come off the field. He's a competitor. I think people like sure. that about him. But 
But it's the same thing every year. He's playing banged up. He's a warrior. But not not for not for the. I know people say for the team for the team would have been get this fixed and get off the field. So he was out there for essentially self preservation. Final Tony Pollard poll results that Bobby put out sixty five hundred votes at Bobby Bell TX. Would you franchise tag Tony Pollard for ten million? RJ, how do you think the final result? Showed. Oh man, people are just incapable of 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 seeing the light. So I would say the majority said franchise tag and pretend say fifty six percent. Fifty eight percent said yes. Ah! Fifty eight to forty two franchise tag Tony Pollard. The final decision from the Tolos. Does it surprise you at all that fifty eight percent said to franchise Tony Pollard? And the last poll we did. said Dak Prescott was better than Jalen Hurts. Do you think that's the same 58%? Uh, Is the Venn diagram just... They're both wrong. Is the Venn diagram, you think, just like the uh, the wheel of misfortune over there is just a big circle? (laughs) It's amazing. Fan bases know the, the right sports decision, but they can't make the right team decision. It's too hard to let go of Tony Pollard off the Cowboys. But if it was another running back... Everyone would say, "Oh, we we know not to pay the running back." All the data is out there to prove it. Absolutely, like they they would they would ditch somebody else's quarterback first because he's not any good, uh, or because he just can't. He's not good enough. It's like the Mavs fans are Kyrie. All of a sudden, you flip floppers. Oh, y'all, y'all got Kyrie jerseys now. When before he was a racist nut job yeah. who you would never want no. near your team, he's, and now no. MFFL, man. He's never said anything controversial. Flip-flop. He's not. A, he's never said anything no. controversial. You the can media. root and not be a total flip-flopper, uh, but that, that, that's that's the Mav homer for you. 877-881-1053, live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube here on DFW Sports Station. Thanks for being a Tolo as Bobby's blowing you a, a kiss on the fan cam. You know, I always want legends to stick around. I don't know about this one after the latest Aaron Rodgers report. I really, really <laughs> don't know. Why Derek Carr may not want to go to New York, and should the Cowboys be interested in any of these Tennessee Titans that got cut yesterday? That's next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 